Welcome back to the Amazon Private Label Show podcast. This is Michael, co-founder of Amazon FBA University. Today, we have a special guest. We have one of our Amazon Accelerator students. His name is Cody. He joined uh, in late July, possibly August of 2022. Is It's a really fun interview. Cody's a great dude. Uh, so just wanted to bring a couple of students on over time and, and just kind of hear their story. Uh, hear what prompted him to to start a business. See how it's going first first few months, the ups, the downs, the future plans. Uh, as always, if you are interested in being an accelerator student and launching your own private label brand, we have a link in the show notes. We are taking students each month uh, for a twelve month program. It comes with unlimited one on one calls. Really is hands on. A lot different than. Uh, what you likely see across what is the beauty of the internet. So without further ado, enjoy Cody and uh, his experience with the Amazon Accelerator program. All right, Mr. Cody. My man. So Cody is uh, one of one of our greatest students. Um, you just saying that, Michael. <laughs> Cody's been in the program... Uh, when did you join, my man? I think it was like end of July when I made the plunge. Yeah. And so I've had – Cody and I have, have shared a lot of calls, shared a lot of uh, seller support uh, grievances, I would say. But real quick, just wanted to – you know, we talked to a few different students on this and wanted to understand your experience kind of in a Spark Notes version. So – before uh, before Amazon and and still what you do day to day, like what what prompted you to essentially think you wanted to start an Amazon business to be interested in in a second income? What, how how did you even get to the point where we 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 met on that initial call? Oh man, you just get frustrated. <laughs> You're just like, yeah. man, I need a way out, and. Uh... I don't know. I listened to y'all's podcast for quite some time and I went to Puerto Rico, had a blast. And then I had that overwhelming feeling right after of going home and back to the <laughs> grind and back to the day to day, the monotony. And I was like, man, I need a way out. And like Puerto Rico did it for me. Cause I was like, man, I had a blast. I want to like live a life where I'm not bound by like, I have to be at work at this time. I have to do this. I have to do that. Or I don't have the life that I live. And just a way to supplement that so I'm not just so reliant on being a one-trick pony and just having other skills developed if the time comes to make a move. Nothing like an island trip to just just spark that digital nomad. That digital nomad uh, gene in you. That that's that's awesome. So what professionally, without getting too much into it, what do you do? I know you don't and Cody isn't even someone some people some you know, you you no dislike what they do i i i don't ever get that indication from you but what what do you do uh so i'm a service manager at an auto repair facility yeah. and it's not like i was ever into cars i was never into cars and uh my boss now like he just offered me a job over drinks when i was bartending and mm. he knew it was nine years later but i work for great people so yeah. make that job really really easy and they treat me really really well so it's not like a it's not like a need for money is what's driving the decision. It's more of just like a passion for freedom. 
than freedom. a need yeah. for money. Yep. That's that's what actually what makes it somewhat a little difficult because it's like I could just be living comfortably on what I do <laughs> and be okay, but it's just like it's not an it's not enough fulfillment for me just to live comfortably. Yeah. Be a little uncomfortable at all times. <laughs> yeah, the nine to five is comfortable, but it's not f- fulfilling, and those un- unfortunately, uh, those two things makes me uncomfortable. It makes me like my, my skin like right almost. It's the someone knowing you have to be somewhere, you know that that someone will you will get a text if you're not not up. Um, but go a little bit more capable than like just the day to day things that you're doing. It's just like all right, I'm yeah. like I'm on autopilot now at this point. And it's like, I want to have something challenge me. Right. So getting into, obviously you're up and selling now, you've been for a few months, but what was it like starting, uh, starting the program, starting to learn? Did you have any experience? Kind of take us through the first couple months of, of diving into the accelerator program. The only real like exposure I had was the podcast and mm-hmm. like, I've heard of it here and there, but once I got into it, it wasn't what, what I was looking for in like mentors was somebody that actually had uh, the time to put in and time to invest in me, which I knew would come at a cost. And really, like once I was trying to figure out what the number was, it, I knew if it didn't make me squirm a little bit, it's not what I was looking for. It's got to be like a number that's going to make me like, okay, I'm invested now. So I've got to right. see this through. And, uh, once you, like once I heard the podcast and how genuine you guys were, and I didn't even know you guys even had a mentorship. Like at first when I started listening, because y'all weren't really like pushing it. And so I was that's why I reached out to you on Instagram. <laughs> DM yeah. you know, hey man, do you have like a mentorship, like a one-on-one type course? Because you see all these courses on Instagram and man, it's like, oh, for two ninety nine, like I'll show you. you, can't you quit your job tomorrow, bro. Yeah, you want yes. to say two ninety nine. I'm sure you have three thousand people. There's no way that you're gonna yeah. answer all the dumb questions that I have. <laughs> like, I need you to. And right. Uh, once you like told me the cost and told me like the outlook and like what the parameters were, like I was comfortable with it. Didn't seem that daunting. And the best thing that you guys did was keep it from being daunting. Like it always seemed like it was just one more small step instead of, Hey, this is what it's going to take. Or like you enter you out. And I would have been like, I'm out. Cause that is a lot of work and it doesn't look easy, but it was just be skilled, which is the way I like it. It's like, okay, all right, you did that. Go to the next step, go to the next step. And I'm like, when they, when does this end? Y'all just keep moving the goalpost. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that, if consciously or unconsciously, we, 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 we save, there's always more, right? When you're launching products, although you've been through A to Z now, all the way up through launch and selling products well, successfully. Step, like, yeah. And looking through the forest, trying to find the destination. So yeah. The only thing, that. yeah. The only thing you can do is learn what you need to do next. Otherwise, and a lot of students come in and ask, you know, while they're waiting for their first product to arrive or, or like for the samples to even be sent, should I be looking at, uh, marketing and all x y and z we're like no always no always no because then you're just going to be distracted you don't have a product so you can't actually actualize what the hell you're doing and that's yeah yeah and and you want to right you have that that dopamine progress buzz going and you're just like like i should be doing something this downtime you're like dude just chill 
chill for a little bit. Yeah. Relax. Yeah. Well, luckily, I know you chill as chill hard too. So, uh, <laughs> but all right. So, getting back to your experience, you you came in. Uh, you you hit the ground running. Like you're very active. Your Cody is uh, definitely on the the extrovert side. Like so am I. But you. What's key about you is you would ask the questions over and over and over, not over and over the same question, but you asked very frequently. And I think the more people ask, the, the better results they do because it's better than being stuck, even if it is a dumb question. Like, who cares? Yeah, it's well, you're I, in the program. I mean, like, that's why I'm willing to pay yeah. because I know I'm going to have a bunch of dumb questions. It's yeah. really annoying. And that's why I'm paying you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I get that, man. I'm here for you. I'm like, all right, cool. And realistically, they're not dumb, but like thing that's what everyone themselves thinks. Like maybe this isn't even relevant, but if you just ask, you flesh it out. So getting back to your journey, how long did it take you to find product number one? I remember? think I had product number one found in a month. And then that's yeah. when the process started. Like okay. I found the product after you told me uh, maybe... 12 times what are you doing this is not what i'm talking about when it comes to, this is so vague this is so not niche. like what, what do you even listen to what we're saying and i'm like all right it's a little harsh but i'll keep grinding <laughs> and so we <laughs> leashed it down to where you were okay with it yeah and then you finally give me a green light on it yeah yeah i forgot about that well you you did send a bunch of products and they weren't necessarily terrible products they just weren't now you understand. I had no clue what I was doing. You were like, dude, dog walker? Like, what does that even mean? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Yeah. I, I These are jogging my memory. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So it takes, and that's very common. I don't think there's ever been a first, uh, someone, a student hasn't come in and, and met their product soulmate just on the first one. So it takes a while to understand what a good, good keyword market is. So your product research is, it's the first hurdle and it's the hardest hurdle. And yeah. like, that's where it's like, if you can keep that motivation up through so many like failed product researches until you find the one that's actually going to like, cause I mean, you don't want to rush that. That's the most important part. And like, if you mess that up, then you're investing all this extra time. Everything comes after that is just for nothing. Right. Because you right. stole with the wrong product. That's the foundation. So you found the product. Now you're you're at this point, you're a few months later. Take us through kind of where you are today. How many products? How long let's let's I'll give you a little more guidance. When did the first product launch? And then take us from there to kind of where we are today. So first product launched the last week of November. And still remember when that like you get your first sale. It's a good time to launch. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> and then uh, like one sale led to a couple of sales, and a couple of sales led to like four sales in a day. And then like you see your rankings and everything, like how rankings work, keyword rankings, and how those started ticking up towards the top, and like getting to page one, then you're kind of like feeling like you're in the hunt. And then like keeping, and that was Q4, so. Now I'm over here running out of stock. And I remember 
literally the first week I was selling, you were like, dude, you better get the rest of your stock coming like right now. <laughs> it still wasn't quick enough. I think I just sold like just what you want to hear as a new seller who's just invested money. You got to go, you got to, you got to spend it, spend some more of my man. You got <laughs> yeah. to keep this yeah, we were like, you're gonna get that coming right now. And I was yeah. like, wow, okay. All right. Well, that made, that's kind of motivational to me because that means I'm like doing something right. And uh, I ran out the last week of December. And I think in that period right there alone, I did 9,000 in sales. Ripping, ripping, yeah. month it one. Was, uh, it was fun, it was great. But yeah. then also like the biggest part of the mentorship, like that's been a big help to me is knowing, like be able to reel me back in. Like <laughs> when you have a great month, you had a great month because A, you had good products, good launch, but you're also in Q4. Yeah. You got to realize that it's still a new product. You got barely any reviews. You just, you're on fire right now because everything's on fire. And yeah. you need to be ready for the next season <laughs> where you start sharpening the pencil. Winter is coming, right? Yeah, exactly. And so after Christmas, after New Year's, people, you know, hurting from Christmas, mm-hmm. and, you know, they're not sitting there on Amazon all day like they were mm-hmm. the month prior. And then to find different ways to, you know, pivot and adjust to the market and like not just thinking, oh, well, then not, my products just failed. Like I'm not doing things correctly. I need to redo the whole entire wheel, which was probably what I would have thought immediately. Yeah. I didn't have like support or like a community to talk to when come to find out everybody's in the same situation as me. Every seller on Amazon is in the same situation as me, but they've been doing it long enough to know how to inventory, how to sell, how much inventory to have for Q4 and stuff like that. This is all new. So. Yeah, you, you become a marketer after Q4 because if you launch during, there would you just think it, you, you know, and, and that's the beauty of it. There's always Q4 every year, but you're taking advantage of uh, the American consumerism at its finest. Yeah. And it's a beautiful yeah. thing, but uh, then after in the, in the rest of the year, kind of the strategy really, really exactly like apply. trying to understand like okay, well, it's not necessarily a seasonal product, but it does have seasons. So now you need to pivot towards an evergreen product to sustain you through those seasons as well, or like how to basically counteract the loss of sale from the, the slight seasonality that you do have. And, you know, bring something that balances out your spreadsheet and diversify your, your brand instead of just being embedded on one, one type or one niche per se, yeah. and just 100%. really broaden the horizons. And that's where I'm at now in that season of just, okay, I've got these established. I've worked through some inventory issues, with variations getting mixed up and stuff like that, but that's where it, Amazon seller support comes in and they are just so efficient at fixing it. <laughs> Efficient's a nice way to put it. Um, on the spot and they care. <laughs> so where, all right. So you launched in November. It's tail end of March, uh, 2023 now. So where, what, what's your brand look like now? So as far as, sales go they did taper off i had a bunch of inventory issues so that did hit the rankings but now i've pivoted my campaigns and actually like fine-tune the bid strategy that i didn't really pay attention to before because mm-hmm. I, mean, I could just 
throw a rock and I'd hit something, but now it's more like, all right, we need to figure out what's working, what's not working, get rid of that, slim down the campaigns, bring down the budgets, because obviously there's no need to front load a bunch of ad spend because there's not as many eyes as you had once before. So bringing those down so you don't have to make so many sales to balance out your advertising campaigns. Mm-hmm. And now I'm in the basically launching what is so I mean it's two products, but I have basically six different ASINs or six different options of two different products at this point, now moving towards a third product and a totally different niche. Yeah. Yeah. It, you're back in the product research. Yeah, and it seems like your next product is it seems like a winner. I mean, obviously we'll, we'll see, but it, it's, uh, you're getting much more efficient at finding and, and it's good to see the product number two was, was you got to use duplication and SEO listing strategy. I thought so about that, seeing the uh, Excel spreadsheet of just very vague products again as a joke, but I didn't know if you found it. <laughs> you're always welcome to man. Bring it, bring it over. Always a hitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, shit, man. You, you're, uh, yeah, you, you definitely, and you realize it's not, you, you don't just launch and boom, this is leave the nine to five back to Puerto Rico, uh, bottomless mimosas till the end. But you, you're, you've learned, you've learned a lot of skill. Yeah. Um, learned a lot. And, and it, your, your brand is now you have some traction. So what, uh, just just kind of wrapping up here what what are you kind of what do you envision for this let's say you're nine or so months from when you started just joined the program what 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 does this look like in another year for you so in the next 12 months because i believe my program's going to be the horizons at the end of july so hopefully at that point hit the goal you know 100,000 in sales total yeah uh, you can have me off your back at that point (laughs) (laughs) and then uh also be able to just keep that motivation keep the strides going and make sure that we got money coming in money clearing the balance sheet and then just reinvest in everything that you know that is going to be profit back into what we're doing right be able to build that brand and also like see that brand just kind of flourish and you know think about having more of a maybe two brands one that's you know has my products that just have all kinds of array of products and then just kind of tailoring one brain towards something that is you know has a kind of like a symbi- symbiism of it where you know it all kind of makes sense and it all kind of like more traditional that. yeah brand schematic from yeah exactly so just uh kind of just i'm still learning so much i'm nowhere near god i'm nowhere near like actually knowing everything when i'm doing product research this time i was like yeah i forgot how hard this was and like how i didn't retain much of anything so like having to do that redundancy and like making it become muscle memory for me is really where i'm at and i don't think i'll ever get too comfortable with it i'm sure you will it's just over time but um all right my man well thanks for thanks for taking the time i'm sure i'm sure the listeners and the watchers will We'll appreciate seeing that pretty mug on their on their screens. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, Cody and I just had a coaching call. So we we are wrapping up today, but always a pleasure, my man. And 
yeah big thing big things ahead ahead for you and, and your brand i'm sure you know i'm hoping so 